0: Welcome to PALS Talks Literacy, a podcast created for Project Adult Adult Literacy. In this podcast, we talk about literacy in all of its forms and the impact it has on people's lives. Today, we're talking to one of our learners who won this year's Shirley Sandal Award for his commitment to learning and advocacy for literacy.
1: My name is Mani Bautista. I've known PALS many, many years. I think uh, probably sometime between 2017.
0: Why did you come to PALS?
1: Uh, I needed help for my, uh, to pass my level by uh, entrance exam at the AIT or Alberta Apprenticeship and in Industry Training to become an electrician.
0: So you used it to go into the trades?
1: Yeah, because I didn't do my uh, high school here in Canada. I did it somewhere else.
0: Would you be okay with telling us where you lived before Canada?
1: Before Canada, I lived in the States. Then I moved here. Before that, I was in the Philippines.
0: In the Philippines?
1: Yeah, 10 years.
0: You've been in Canada for 10 years?
1: More than 10 years.
0: So did you move? You must have moved when you were very young.
1: Yeah, like uh, 30. (laughs) 30 or 20. 45 this February last month.
0: You don't look 45. You look much younger.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Tell us about some of the challenges you've
1: had. Being an immigrant in a newcomer world, life was a, an uphill battle. To start a career in foreign land with just one suitcase and backpack and a $200 on my pocket.
0: Starting out again would have been very difficult. What was your education background coming to Canada?
1: In the Philippines, my education, I took a double majors in uh, business administration, majors in marketing and public relations. I also have an advanced unit in uh, MBA in strategic planning, the graduate school of De La Salle University. I finished a first year management internship in the Hyatt in the Florida, the United States.
0: So you came to PALS to get some training for your apprenticeship program. Were you in the math program?
1: Uh, Math and science.
0: Math and science. And so you worked obviously with Adam is yeah, that-
1: Adam, Monica, and uh, and the tutors.
0: And the tutors. Yeah. Did you have the same tutor throughout your whole time here?
1: Uh, I had. I got two tutors.
0: You had two. How long were you in classes at PALS?
1: Uh, I did the intensive like twice a week.
0: Oh wow! Twice a weeks a lot. That's good. And when did you pass your entrance exam?
1: Somewhere 2017, yeah, 2017.
0: So right away.
1: Oh, but it's uh, after nine months.
0: Oh, that, that's amazing. It only took nine months?
1: Nine, nine months preparation. Yeah. Because it's one of the highest in the province. I was told. I learned it in Palm Calgary because I'm the student there for uh, a pre-employment. So the highest they got, there is 84, 86. So that person got a medal from the premier. So I'm their highest because I only got one mistake in uh, English, two mistake in science, science, and three mistake in math. So it's
0: 94%. You got the highest mark yeah, the highest. in Edmonton?
1: They say the whole province, one of the highest.
0: One of the highest in the whole province. That's amazing, Manny. That's On
1: level five. Because the highest they got in Calgary is level three. Because there's three levels. Level one is like Baker, Carpenter. Level three are uh, mechanic. And level five is the highest. It's uh, electrician, power generation, electrician, and instrumentation. Low voltage electric. I can uh, switch trades. When you got by level five, you can switch anything. Oh, okay. Because it has a higher math. It has calculus, uh, uh, trigonometry, algebra. Maybe, wow. maybe emphasize on that. Physics. So if the trade exam is heavy, way like ten times heavier. But some of the stuff maybe thirty percent are engineering. So I got classmates who are civil engineer and electrical engineer in UOA, and they're having difficulties. it's, it's way beyond UOA. And so- And they were born here. I told them, this school should be easier for you guys because you finished high school here and you've been to UOA, didn't do much schooling here. So you need to supplement. Like, And this is the interesting thing. The modules, there's an exam for the school. The The people who write the modules are the different people who wrote the exam in the schools. And the, the person who did the branch exam are different, like three or five different persons. So on the electrical side, if we had it like, for example, 30% of the content from the module you will pass. It's usually 15%. Oh. That's why... For electrician, you started 90 at first year. Lucky if you got 20, you will become journeyman. Every year level, they got purge and purge and purge. They can sustain the stress, the academics, the pressure. They can get hours, but too much. The fastest that I know is it took him 7 to almost between 7 and 9. My boss got it 5 because he's really, really good. The one who signed me up, but he's young. He's like 24. He's doing engineering now after after he got his journeyman license.
0: Are you working now or are you still working towards more like your journeyman ticket? Or have you already got that?
1: Because uh, I got lucky. I got two blue books. Before joining PALS, I don't even have a blue book. I don't even have an employer. So at that time, I just told myself I want to be a an electrician or mechanic, then I'll just, uh, I'll prepare the academics. So then I got signed up. Then just last year, I got signed up again for another Blue Book. So it's a mechanic. So I'm doing two trades now. Simultaneously, electrician and mechanic. Because they're going electric. 11 years from now, only Honda and Toyota will be producing combustion engines. Ford, Volvo, Volkswagen, GM, they're all going. So they'll be producing parts, but they won't produce any more gas engines, just the parts. I mean, two more decades to phase out and all, because it's way cheaper.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: Because to pull tank, uh, SUV now is 80 bucks, but you pull tank it by uh, electric, it's 5 bucks only. So it's way cheaper, it's practical. No oil change, you had no maintenance happen is uh the motor they put is the one they put in industrial plants so it's run it put it can run 24 hours for one year no break so th- those are the quality and it's three pace industrial motor it, it won't break so they're heading towards like uh, uh north american cars will only last like lucky if you got 300 kilometers three hundred thousand. 000 uh the one they're producing now for the Tesla is one million kilometers before it can break down.:
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So it's going they wanted to bring down the cost like 18 grand, so North American people in Canada can afford it. But in China and India they're producing a $5,000 uh, electric car, minus the self-driving and minus all the safety features that are mandatory in Canada and the United States, like the European Union. Because it's less moving parts. It's like you put the motor of your washing machine yeah. with electronics and computer in, in the car. It's the electronics in the software making it the cost high. But it's already there because if you heard about the hybrid, hybrid are electric cars with the uh, gas engine. You take out the gas engine, it's already an electric car. Right. So so I enter, I got two mandatory trades, meaning mandatory trays. those people who are only signed up with the training are allowed to do the trades because of a lot of issues like safety, liability, and technical. So the person who needs to do the job needs to have a technical training.
0: Right now, are you working on cars?
1: Uh, I can, but I'm enrolled at NAIT. <laughs> so I'm preparing because I did challenge the first... Uh, so I'm second-year industrial electrician. So electrician are on call. If you do the project three weeks, one week after that, you're laid off. You need to wait again for another project. So the word goes around the employer community. It's not a big community. So if they need crew, they'll text you or your boss. If you need crew, they'll send me. So I still go. Actually, this sometime in sec- uh, third week of March, I'm doing my apprenticeship for electrical. So I'm doing both. So the mechanic, I'm enrolled. And I did the, I challenged the first year I'm only short uh, 16 points to pass second year. So without doing the course, I challenge it already. My techniques, I do it first so I know what, what particular subjects I'm weak. So I can focus that. So going back to school and laboratory, I can Zoom. I can even ask favor on my instructors, which are very helpful. Because some of them are yo- way younger than me. And I'm one of the oldest students. And they like to teach old, old students. So I told them. <laughs> I'm having difficulty. Uh, English is my second language. They're very thoughtful and understand. But they help me out.
0: Your English is very good, though. Oh, thank you. Did you do English classes here at PALS?
1: I did training on public speaking. And they also sent me, I'm very proud, they sent me to United Way uh, fundraising campaign. So,
0: right. Yeah. So you've actually gone and done public speaking for PALS, right? Yeah.
1: And also, I have a friend. Uh, she's the former president of the Toastmaster in Millwood. So I consulted her. I do practice with her. So
0: Wonderful. Did you like doing the public speaking?
1: Yeah, I like it very much because I, I, I met people and every year I come to, to have the public speaking. There's something new that happens in my life. Because before I did the public speaking, I don't even have the I don't have the blue book. As an electrician, I got my first blue book. Then I passed the first year. And then now I'm a second year. And then now I got the second blue book.
0: Now that you have your second blue book, Manny, what will you do?
1: The second blue book I just got signed up last year. So the moment I got signed up, I prepared for three months to challenge it. But before challenging that, I'm doing a course at Nate for electrician. And after finishing, uh the second year, I'm if I pass it, I'll be third year. So I'm in second year school. I, I did. I was preparing to challenge the first year of uh, mechanics.
0: How did pals help you along the way?
1: The first one is uh, when I, I uh, asked uh, AIT or Alberta Apprenticeship in Industry Training. They told me to be able to be allowed to do the entrance exam. I need to give them a proof that I'm if I didn't do high school here like uh, proficiency. So I need to do upgrading. So I went. I, I called up Nate, asked Mac want They want me to enroll each subject like one thousand dollars. Oh, or, yeah, not even that. So it will cost me three thousand, and I need to be there every day, yeah, every day for like oh. two cents. Sem- and I said, I can't afford that. And I they called, I called them again, then they told me. I said, is there a funding or government? Pro-? Then they recommended Pulse. I said, but PALS? They, they gave the phone number. Then I contacted Pulse, Then they did yeah, they help me out.
0: What was the best part of being a learner at PALS?
1: Well, the support. The tutors are very sincere and committed. Tutors uh, put a lot of time and dedication. Math Modules for me is one of the best in the world, I think. Because uh, I really like math. If you have a good teacher, it's good. The people who made the modules, they really really did good.
0: What are some different ways that you increase your understanding?
1: There's like three senses of that format that you learn. Auditory format and visual and common sense that your mind is processing.
0: That's awesome. Yes, I totally agree.
1: So far, I'm the only Filipino and the immigrant that has two blue books on these two particular trades. The other one that I know, he is a Canadian-born, and he has his own shop here in Edmonton. And uh, the biggest thing important about Pulse to me is uh, it regained my self-confidence and increased my self-esteem. I felt Pulse as a team supporting me like an Olympic athlete. Uh, Just studying hard, working hard, and preparing hard for the competition or final moment.
0: I love that. You're the Olympic athlete and we're just supporting you the whole way. I love
1: it. And I know a pulse will not give up on you. My parents are both working students too, like me. My father is a doctor of medicine and specialist in surgery and pediatric cancer. And my mother, are college professor. So they both, Uh, have their education by themselves. So they work and study at the same time.
0: Manny, you have an incredible story. Beyond education, what else do you do in your spare time?
1: And on my free time, I make sandwiches and uh, brings anything, whatever uh, food left in my fridge and bring it to the homeless in the city.
0: Manny, thank you for meeting with us today. Thank you for showing us your kind heart your driven spirit and your ability to overcome all adversities. We are so proud to have you as this year's recipient for the Sandy Searle Award.
1: Thank you PALS for everything. I enjoy it very much and I'm very proud of you.
0: We would like to thank Manny for his words and encouragement today for our learners and for all learners that will come to PALS. This podcast was recorded on the Treaty 6 Territory. We respect the First Nations, Métis and Inuit, and all the First Peoples of Canada whose present continues to enrich our community.